Hello, hello, hello. You're tuning into the Rise Station podcast. I am your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider, bringing you everyday wellness tips and mental health education. I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you receive alerts every Monday at 7 a.m. when a new episode is uploaded. If you like what you hear, and I think you will, please leave me a glowing review and share this podcast out to as many friends and family as you can. By doing so, you not only help your family and friends, but you also help get this message out to as many people as possible, which is our mission. So today, I am going to be introducing the three C's of healing. In my work with clients in my practice, and just with personal observations of myself and my friends, I have come to categorize the healing journey into three major phases. When I term the three C's of healing, it's indicative of those three phases. And, you know, we vacillate. We're always on a healing journey. So we're going to vacillate between these phases. But just for our sakes and purposes, there are like three major phases in our healing journey, in my opinion. Today, we're going to unpack the first C. And in the upcoming weeks, I will uncover the other C's inclusive of the three C's of healing. Before we get into that, Let's go ahead and hear a word from our sponsors. Even the most confident woman can be made to feel unworthy, unlovable, and drained of her self-confidence if in an emotionally abusive or toxic relationship. Most women who attract narcissists or toxic partners do so because of poor boundaries, where there is an imbalance of reciprocity. Many of us tend to naturally be empathic and giving comes easy. So we tend to attract individuals who may take more than they give. And this is why the Boundary Build Hers workshop is so powerful and so important and such a passion project for me. We have six weeks that we're going to be teaching you how to build boundaries, how to attract healthy love into your life. And by doing so, setting up healthy boundaries. Week one, we're going to be introducing boundaries and self-care. Week two, we're going to be going over our own shame-based thinking. And week three, we're talking all about toxic relationships and common strategies toxic people use to get us to forsake our boundaries. And in week four, we're teaching you how to set up boundaries Week five, we're teaching you how to respond rather than react to people who violate your boundaries. And in week six, we teach you another strategy, how to exit with grace. Listen, this is a very impactful and effective six-week workshops. There's six live virtual sessions where we meet together as a group to discuss this What you get when you sign up for the Boundary Built Hers workshop is you get all session replays. You also get your Boundary Built Hers workbook. You also get a free Boundary Built Hers t-shirt and you get a $20 discount off of our inaugural Power of She workshop, which you'll get more information on in the coming weeks. But 
Listen, we have to teach people how to treat us. And the Boundary Builders Workshop does exactly that. It's going to teach you how to teach people how to treat you. So to go ahead and sign up, you can sign up from our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. If you follow us on Instagram, you can go into the link in our bio and select Boundary Built Hers. I am also going to add the link into the show notes of this episode. So there are more than one way to connect with us. I hope to see you on the other side. All right, let's talk healing for a minute. All across social media, it's like trending to be on a healing journey. You scroll and you see influencers like, I'm healing. I'm on my healing journey. They are, you know, going to luxurious restaurants. They're at the beach. You know, they got the new boo. They're smiling. It just looks like what we imagine happiness to look like. You know, they're confident and very sure of themselves and they just seem to have everything. For most of us, that is not what our healing journey looks like. A crisis is what catapults us into healing. You know, I personally have never seen anyone whose life was perfect and they just wake up and say, you know what, today I'm going to embark on a healing journey. No, it doesn't happen that way. You know, healing happens after something is broken, injured, or just not well. You know, when you fall and get a nasty scrape on your knee, your elbow, there's some pain, there may be some tears, there's some screams, ouch, you know, but what it is not is comfortable. It's not comfortable and it's not glamorous. You know, I'll tell you a story, a quick story. I remember the birth of my daughter. My daughter's 10 now. Her entrance into the world was like, for real, for real. After her, I am like unstoppable. After that whole experience, I'm like unstoppable. Nothing phases me. I can do anything. I am like, you know, the woman king over here. I could have delivered her alone in the wilderness. Like there was no meds there. I mean, there was just a lot of just, I didn't need no help. I didn't get no help. I didn't need no help. You know, it was ugly, but I will spare you the trauma of that story. I recall telling my ex-husband, you know, I wanted him to make sure that I was beautiful in all the photos because with my son, you know, my son's 15 at the recording of this episode, he's 15 and she's 10. And with him, you know, I looked a hot mess, absolute hot mess. I buried all of those photos. They're hidden underneath, you know, like a secret place buried somewhere. So now, you know, I'm thinking I get a do over with my daughter. I get to, you know, now if I kind of prep before I get to have, you know, my hair done, my makeup on, you know, I just make me look right. Okay. So I told him, you know, he agreed, okay, I was going to get my hair combed. I was going to look right for these pictures and, you know, like, okay, I'm cute. And that was that. The day came and I was probably a version of myself that was likely to destroy anything that came close to me. Needless to say, those photos have been buried. I looked a hot mess. My ex-husband wasn't trying to come near me with no damn comb and, you know, it was... It was awful and I looked awful, but it goes without saying that the making of something beautiful is not necessarily beautiful. It actually comes with a lot of work and a lot of grit and a lot of hard achiness. It's part of that transformation. 
You know, transformation is not beautiful or easy. What people look at is the aftermath of the hard work. You know, what happens after it's so beautiful. You know, the flowers bloom after it is nourished after the rainy season. You know, we don't find that rain so beautiful, but the sunshine after and what the rain produces is beautiful. So the first C of the healing journey is confidence. Now we don't enter this phase with confidence, but it is the reward after you have done the hard work of this initial phase of healing. So like I mentioned earlier, our healing is usually catapulted by a crisis. This crisis can come from anything. It can come in the form of a betrayal, an internal conflict, job loss, decline in your health, hitting rock bottom, you know, losing your home, losing a relationship, being rejected by family, friends, legal troubles. Usually there's a crisis that is a turning point for us that indicates we cannot continue to go down this path that we've been going down. We have some sort of emotional breakdown that changes us and, you know, require us to do something different, to change our approach to how we've been living, how we've been doing things, how we've been thinking. So we do just that. We begin making the necessary changes to improve our circumstances. We are expanding now and we're growing and we reach a point where in our healing journey, now we're being challenged. Now we're doing all this work. We're, we're doing action steps to improve. And now, you know, we're halfway into this healing journey. And now there's a test. There's a challenge. Now, this is the part of the journey that is interesting because we have been improving and pretty much skating through up until this point, up until this test. Now you know, we're halfway there and now we start to experience blockages, things that are standing in our way from reaching the reward. We start outgrowing our friends. We start outgrowing certain situations, places, old thinking habits. And then we start to feel stress because there's some loss. You know, when you grow and expand, you are moving forward. And if those people and those things in your life are not ready to grow with you or can't grow with you, then it creates some grief. It creates some conflict, right? But when you're in the middle of this, right, you've already got under your belt these new ideas, these new ways of thinking. You've already done so much work on yourself, right? You can't go backwards, right? Because when you know something, you know something. So, you know, where you used to be is uncomfortable and it was uncomfortable. That's why you ended up here in the first place. That's why you ended up healing because it was broken. You no longer desire to keep moving down whatever the path was. All right. So, Getting back to our scenario, we're in the middle of this knowing and we have had these improvements, these upgrades, we've outgrown certain things, but we're not sure if we want to continue 
to move forward in our healing journey. We're not sure if all of this conflict, if all this anxiety, if all this fear, stress is worth it. Like I'm dealing with a lot now, you know, that I tried working on myself and I'm growing. And so now you're at this point where you're experiencing these blockages and, you know, you have to make that decision within yourself in order to pass this level in your healing journey, in order to pass this test, you have to ask yourself some really tough questions. Are you prepared to lose friends, to lose relationships so that you can continuously choose yourself, right? Over the things that has a grip on you, over the old friendships, the old thinking patterns, the negative self-talk, the childhood trauma. Are you prepared to do what's necessary to remove this grip? Are you prepared to choose you? And that's the test, choosing yourself. And it's not easy to choose yourself because the feeling of insecurity creeps in. What if I fail or I feel guilty not being there for them. We've been friends for so long. I feel obligated to them. I feel like I need to be there for them, but they're going down the wrong path. So having the courage to choose yourself isn't easy. This part of the phase is ugly. This is when the ugly cries happen. The anger bubbles up. You know, you start to withdraw from people and there's just so many heavy emotions because you are forced to choose you during this phase. And that's not something you've done before. So this is all new stuff. When you choose you and you're able to prioritize you and rely on you, you have mastered this phase of healing and you become self-confident. You put aside others' expectations of you and you choose you consistently. See, confidence is tested in the face of adversity. Not when everything is going well as planned. You know, it's easy to be confident when things are going well, but it's more difficult to be confident. It's more difficult to show up for yourself when things go awry. Can you walk away from relationships that no longer serve you because you choose you? Can you maintain healthy boundaries with people who you love but don't treat you right? Can you say no to opportunities that don't align with your values but they may be bribing you with money or something else that you really, really want but it doesn't align with your values? Are you going to be able to choose you? Confidence comes from choosing you all the time. This is what confidence looks like. It's being loyal to yourself, being bold and courageous enough to go against what's trending and follow what's right and aligned with you. So in conclusion, self-confidence emerges after you have conquered fear and insecurities. Now, fear is a part of the journey. So we cannot take that out. We can't avoid it. If we avoid it, we're not going to be confident because we're not challenging ourselves, right? When we do something for the first time, it's normal to have fear. It's normal to have insecurities about the outcome. When we get through it 
and show up for ourselves. We say, whew, glad I got through that. Now, if we're approached with the same situation again, we now have experience and now are more confident in our abilities to get through it. So when your confidence is rooted in your ability to choose you, you're going to be unstoppable. You know, you know that whatever comes your way, you are more than capable of figuring it out like you've always done. And that is confidence in yourself. So stay tuned. Next week, I will uncover what the second C of our healing journey is. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.